Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. Once again, I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Phone number 574-2595-953. It is open lines. You can call about any issue you want. If you want to talk about this, the the missile attack, rocket attack, whatever you want to call it, of Major General Qasem Soleimani, who was an Iranian general and commander. If you want to talk about that, you can. If you don't want to talk about that, that's okay, too. You can bring up any issue that you want for the next hour or so. 574-2595-953. That is 2595-953. You can also send a text message to 45364. Please put MNC at the beginning of that message. So you got a bunch of Democrats. I'm going to get to the phones here in just a second. Be patient. Don't hang up. Got a bunch of Democrats, including House Speaker Pelosi. She's out there and she's going, uh, you know, um, how dare he not tell us and ask Congress's permission to do this? You realize every time President Trump doesn't tell Congress what he's doing, a terrorist dies. Do you realize that? Now, they pitched a fit the last time we killed a terrorist because they weren't notified. And guess what? He did. They didn't tell him this time. Another one's dead. Every time Trump doesn't tell congressional Democrats what he is doing, bad guys die. Every single time. Probably a good policy. Bunch of funny tweets about that today. Well, that explains why we got him then, because he didn't tell the Democrats that he was going to do it. Uh, So people have asked, is this constitutional? The answer to that is, yeah. You're allowed to carry out these types of strikes. Uh, Next question is, is this an act of war against a nation that we're not actively at war at? Uh, No, it wouldn't be. If nothing else, the United States can say, well, he directly is responsible for terrorism and we killed him and has nothing to do with the Iranian government. I guess the retort to that would be, was it an act of war over the past several decades that Iran told him to kill Americans? That should be the question that you're asking yourself again. This is not a situation where this is an innocent guy that we just simply don't like and don't want to deal with if an armed conflict happens. This is a case of a guy who has actively been engaged in a war with us anyway. Now, he's been engaged in that war at the direction of the Iranian government, not on his own. So when I see people ask that question, I'm sorry, but I chuckle a little bit. Why is it that our response... To a guy who's responsible for 17% of all American troop deaths in Iraq. Why is it that our response to finally kill him after he launches a second embassy attack on the United States? Why is it that that is the aggression and his initial act of killing Americans for many, many years isn't the act of aggression? There's something wrong with people's medulla oblongata's people. 574-2595-953. The next thing is, is this illegal? Well, if you ask the Obama administration, the answer to that is no, it's not illegal because he was in Iraq. Guess what we have in dealing with military operations in Iraq? We have the authorized use of military force, better known as the AUMF, which was passed in 2002. It's still in effect. So we've got a terrorist leader in Iraq, in the open, And we killed him. His employer's kind of irrelevant. 
President Obama, in my opinion, rightfully used the AUMF to finally respond to ISIS after initially refusing to help the Iraqi government deal with ISIS. So technically, totally legal because of the authorization of use of military force. Now, there might be some legal scholars will go, well, you know, but it's different because he's a government official with Iran, et cetera, et cetera. I'm sorry, I don't see it that way. 574-2595-953, that is 2595-953. You know, to me, I think you've got the big story of the day, which is that a terrorist is dead, one who has been responsible for hundreds of American deaths, thousands of deaths of innocent people. And for me, the second biggest story is that you have a bunch of members of the press, Hollywood socialites, and Democratic politicians who are ticked off that we killed somebody who killed Americans. What an amazing thing to be angry about. I'm mad that we killed somebody who is trying to kill Americans and has killed many of them in the past. Huh? Is that, is that where we're at? In modern American society, is, honestly, that's it? You know, I wrote after Pete Buttigieg's really stupid statement about this earlier. Where he reminded everybody that he was in the military, by the way. The new moderate liberal opinion on Soleimani's death. Yeah, he was a terrorist responsible for thousands of deaths, including hundreds of Americans. Yeah, he was planning more attacks on American troops and diplomats. We just aren't sure that we should have stopped him from that. That is an amazing position to have. And I'm, I'm sorry, but that sure doesn't seem patriotic to me. 574-2595-953 to the phone lines we go. John, welcome to the program. Hey, Casey, how you doing? I'm well, man. What's up? Um, I'm a little fired up today. So, you know, I, I, I think I'm really glad you brought Benghazi up and I've talked about Benghazi because there's really no two events that, that, that show the difference between the last administration and this administration as well as how we handled that and how Trump has handled this situation. And the Trump derangement syndrome is so bad in this country, he could cure cancer. And I, don't, and I think the liberal media would find a way to say something was wrong with curing cancer. Maybe it costs doctors their jobs. And I'll tell you right now, there's a lot of people driving around Michiana right now who are thrilled with what happened and are saying, finally, we stop, you know, Iran can keep provoking, keep provoking, keep provoking, and we just say, oh, next time we're going to get you. We're going to get you next time. And then people like Chris Murphy tweet on New Year's Eve that Trump has rendered America impotent in the Middle East. No one fears us. No one listens to us. Right. And then he, then he tweets after the attack that he, that he needed congressional approval to assassinate this man who's responsible for the death of hundreds and thousands of American troops. It is, it is ridiculous. And well, it is, and that's, had- and that's why the retired general on CNN today told Chris Murphy to shut up. Yeah. You know, exactly. it, 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 look, if you're, if you're a member of the Senate at that point, you've got a major general looking at you and going, shut your mouth. What do you say to that? <laughs> you know, you're talking about a military, a military you know, issue, and you've got a major general who has been involved in this conflict. And he's telling you, keep your mouth shut about this. Stop, stop being political about this. This, this is not. This guy is a terrorist. Stop it. You know, there's not much else that you can say beyond that. 
And you know, everybody has forgotten that Iran has been running around and seizing ships and attacking people. They, they you know, allegedly bombed a couple of ships and, and hurt them in the, uh, the Strait of, of Hormuz. They've, uh, they went ahead and took American sailors and British sailors hostage, British sailors twice, I believe, hostage, because they were ordered not to fire on the Iranians because we didn't want to cause an international incident. And these People are forgetting all of this stuff. And it's like they're pretending that Iran has been minding its own business and all of a sudden we just killed a guy that we don't like politically. That's not what happened here. Yeah, and someone needs to remind Iran that, by the way, we're, uh, in the, we're, we're energy independent now. So I, I, I think 20 years ago, many years ago, the concern was oil. We needed their oil. We needed right. all the oil in the middle. Hey, guess what, Middle East? We've got our own oil now. So, you know, I know we, we've got, you know, we've got partners over there, especially Israel and Saudi Arabia, that, you know, we need to defend and protect. And, but you know what? It's, it's about time we stopped talking about what we were going to do if they keep provoking us, and we did something about it. Well, and, and how, about, how about this bit of logic, too? I mean, forget about the, uh, the energy independence, which you're all right about, by the way. But, I mean, forget about all that. How about if I, I'm okay with paying a little bit more for gas if it means getting rid of somebody who's killed American troops? How about that? You know, yeah, it's well, and, I, and, and I will just, con, I will consider that the equivalent of buying American. Yeah, absolutely. All right, hey, I got a roll, man. Appreciate the call. Thanks. Appreciate All right, it. thanks a bunch. Yeah, hey, this is, I mean, it's mind numbing watching what's happening here. Absolutely mind numbing watching this. And could you cue my audio real quick, though, Joe? So today, today on Iranian television. Oh, by the way, the guy who's replacing. Soleimani, he was declared a terrorist by the Obama regime. Just so you know, the guy who is now replacing him, the Obama regime, the Obama administration, I should say, excuse me, regime's not appropriate, but the Obama administration declared him a terrorist. He's now taking over for this guy. Okay? And I'm watching American media run video clips of Soleimani today reading poetry as if he's some super nice, sensitive college professor who likes the written word or some crap. You know, Hitler wrote poetry, too. I, this, this is, it's, it's not news. It's not appropriate. It's a complete lie about who this guy is. So today in Al-Arabia, which is Iranian television, they had an Iranian Revolutionary Guard spokesman, Ramadan Sharif. They were interviewing him about the death of Major General Qasem Soleimani. And this guy starts crying on air, just bawling his eyes out. All I could think of was one thing. Oh, the tears of unfathomable sadness. Mm, yummy, yummy, you guys. Uh, more coming up. Open lines, News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. kind of an appropriate song for the president to be sending to Iran today. 574-2595-953. That is 2595-953. Again, it's open line. You don't have to talk about the Iranian general being pink-misted by American forces. You don't have to talk about that if you don't want to. It's entirely up to you what we discuss. 
But I am taking phone calls. Again, it is open lines. Happy Friday to everybody. 574-2595-953. Gene, welcome to the program. What's up, Casey? How you doing, man? Just recovering from watching the fake news last night on all the uh, Iran stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, if Trump had notified uh, the Gang of Eight on any actions of Iran or anywhere, I believe they would have tipped them off. Well, here's the, here's the thing. The last time we killed a terrorist and we didn't notify members of Congress, they were really upset about it. And, and the president's yep. cabinet had said, basically, look, every time we try to do anything, it gets leaked every single time. And then we oh, have, because yeah. we, there's been operations in his first year, there were operations that had to be called off as a result of leaks. So yep. from the president's position is, look, they're doing everything they can to embarrass us and make us seem ineffective. And this is all about politics. We're just not going to tell anybody anymore. And every well, time have, he does it, they to. die. We, we don't have to. There's no rule. No, he doesn't Protocol have to notify Congress. Nothing. There's no. no law. There's no rule. No. We don't have to. And thank God. But Iran's really not an enemy of us. Now, don't take that the wrong way. Because if it wasn't for the fake media and the fake liberal media around the world, we would have taken care of them back in the Reagan days. Think about it. Sure. The only reason why they resisted is because the, the pedophile Democratic Party has propped them up. Almost as if it's an ally to us, and they're not. Well, you know, I, I, the idea that Sorry we can, we can I'm, I'm just, you know, look, most Americans are disgusted by the notion that after 9-11 happened, there were people in this country who were dancing in the streets and celebrating. Okay? Oh, yeah. Now, now that happened. And when the president, yeah, the president tweeted about that during the campaign, and people were calling him a liar until all of that video resurfaced in the old articles, which showed people actually doing it in New York. And people forget that stuff. But that that is universally repugnant to Americans. And yet we've got a bunch of people today, for political reasons and political reasons only, who are angry that a terrorist who who has killed Americans and wanted to kill more is dead. What on earth are are we... I mean, this is bizarro world is what this is. But i got to be honest, that was one of the best attacks because of the amount that they got. And how quick they were able to respond and get in there and take care of business. Um, well, look, you know, Don't you think? when I read the details of this strike, because there's a couple of people, when because I pointed out, I was like, this is, you know, I posted early before we had confirmation that it was an American strike. And there was a couple of people on Facebook who cited a couple of articles which said they were Katusha rockets. I'm like, there's no way. Uh, I said, maybe, maybe an M31. Okay, which which we launch from our multiple rocket system, which is guided, maybe one of those. But I don't know if we have any in the, in the region. But, you know, it was he landed and was walking down the stairs of the plane when it was hit. Mm-hmm. That means we were watching him get on the plane, watching him fly, watching him land, watching the door open and watching him take a step outside of the door. And then we confirmed his identity and then killed him. That is that is not the operation of a militia group in in Iraq. That is clearly an American operation with guided munitions. Um, well, that's and, why that's why Trump's saying that we're not going to war, and we've always said this. We got technology. We don't need to go to war. Yeah, we don't need if to. If we want to take out Kim Jong Un, or uh, I would say anybody in the Middle East, or no matter what, sure. we can pay a bounty. For information mm-hmm. and zero in and take out every, you know all four palaces or whatever right. depending on what country 
and then hopefully you hit them. We don't need to go to war. No more ground troops. That's done, that's done and over. Well, and that's and I liked I liked his statement today when he said this. He's like, look, if you guys really want to respond, fine. I've got a list of targets here. I'll just take them all out. But I just want you to know something. Um, we don't have a beef with the Iranian people, and we're not interested in regime change. Just just leave yeah. us alone and shut up. That's it. We don't need a re- regime. We just need to clean out all the all the character issues mm. and um, and said be done. But yeah. we the media is totally the problem, and I think Trump needs to take all this information. Because the media can say one or two words, whether it affects our stock market, but luckily they haven't had an impact on it. But they're actually saying they want to go, that we're going to World War III. That is dangerous. And he needs to pull them all off the, the White House press board and just ban them permanently. What, what are they going to do? Yeah. Hey, just ban them all. I, ban I, all the fake I, news. I hear you. I, I hear you. Hey, Gene, he, I got to roll. He needs, you know, we're lucky to have him because I'm scared to death when he's gone. It's starting, yeah, it's starting to feel that way to me, too. Starting to feel that me, way to me, too. All right. Hey, I got to roll. Thanks, Kate. All right. Appreciate it. Thank you much. Uh, now, stocks did dip a little bit today. They'll bounce back next week. Oil went up 3% today. All right. Uh, now, watch how quickly oil stabilizes after this. This is your typical flare-up. Anytime anything happens in the Middle East, stocks drop, gold goes up, and oil goes up. That's what happened. And then it'll normalize next week. That's what's going to happen. Look, Iran out there, you're going to pay for this. Yeah, okay. But if we're if we were a fly in the room in the in the Iranian uh Iranian was it Ministry of Defense, I think it is, over there. If you were in their room, I guarantee there's a bunch of them who are angry who want to do something and then there's the there's the other ones going yeah, like what? What are we going to do? Every time we do something, they can hit us. He like said there's no hiding. There is no hiding for Iran. They can't just disappear. 574-25-95-953. That's 2595-953. Andrew, welcome to the program. Hey, Casey. How are you doing? I'm well, man. What's up? Yeah, it's just in relation to uh, what one caller said a few calls ago about, uh, you know, Trump can't uh, cure cancer. And I'm sure there'd be, you know, a huge backlash against that just for political reasons. You know, it's kind of like uh, what you brought up a while back up. Listen to the show for a while. Imagine if uh, Trump lived back in the time of Abraham Lincoln. If we caught John Wilkes Booth and Trump himself shot him, the Democrats would complain what size caliber bullet he used. And as far as I'm concerned, the only good kind of terrorist is a dead one. I applaud Trump for you know not getting involved with Congress to ask for permission because you know what that's just not Trump's style for one thing and two. That guy's responsible for so many American deaths. Who cares? You know, he's he's dead. Good riddance. Well, everything that we've also learned, too, about going back to even just the election, everything that happened with the dossier, the leaks that have happened since then, uh, the first year of his administration where he had to call off several strikes in Afghanistan. You start looking at all of those leaks that have happened as a result of this. I, I, I am not confident that there wouldn't have been a member of Congress who picked up the phone and called the Iranian ambassador and told him what was going on. And then, you know, all quietly it goes away. Nobody ever learns of anything. Quietly, that man's plane turns around. He lands back in Iran. Uh, nothing ever happens. Nobody ever knows anything. But meanwhile, in the president's administration, to come out in a memoir years later, we'll find out that, yeah, you know that guy who went on to kill thousands of, of Americans? Yeah, I had an opportunity to get him in 2020, and I wasn't allowed to because somebody tipped him off. 
No, boo hoo. <laughs> right. You know, you know, it's, I mean, it's, let, let's be honest. That That is a very real possibility. And there's a bunch of people out there going, oh, no, Democrats would never do that. Really? Look how angry they are that we did it, that we killed this guy. Look how angry oh, they are. Oh, yeah. Like that, among many other things that they're all ticked off at him about. It's like, what are you so mad about? I mean, <laughs> it's ridiculous. That's the thing that, that, look, that's the thing that gets me. You know, it, it's ironic that I happen to be talking about how some people on the right would not give credit to Obama for saying go for the bin Laden raid. Oh, okay? yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm talking about that yesterday. And what happens last night after I get off of the air, we kill this guy. And I and here we go. Bunch of Democrats will not give him credit for killing somebody who has killed American people. And I'm just sitting here against bizarro world. <laughs> it's absolute bizarro world that people are angry that we killed somebody who killed American people. But that's where we are. All right, hey, I got to roll. Know, man. Appreciate in, it. In relation to that, well, just one last thing. Yeah. For you know, something like breaking news, something that important. Why not take another extra day to, as far as the media is concerned? to not have such a knee-jerk reaction to that and be all angry. Be like, why aren't you asking your basic fundamental questions? Who, what, where, when, why, and how? This is kind of my point with the Rose McGowan thing. Now, look, oh, Rose... Dude, I wanted to bring that up to you. Rose just... apologized? I, I, I mean... Iran? <laughs> so she apologized to Iran. I, I tweeted to her. But she apologized to Iran. And now today she's admitted that she overreacted. Because she was so worried about another war and everything. I'm like, okay, maybe just not have a knee-jerk reaction to everything then. Because what ended up happening is she posted that stupid thing, and then a bunch of people, including people who served over there, started posting to her, um, yeah, this guy has killed hundreds of us. What the heck is wrong with you? And then she's like, oh, oh okay, um, yeah, okay, I, I, you know, I overreacted. I was just upset that we were going to go into another war, etc. If you just stop having these visceral emotional reactions to everything and take a minute and collect the data on what actually transpired maybe you won't make such an idiot of yourself all the time yeah i do the research that's it it ain't that hard like i said if this were just some iranian official that we didn't like because he gave speeches that criticized the president on harvard and we killed him just for the heck of it yeah okay i'm with you I'm a, I would be a little irritated that that's not what we're dealing with. We are dealing with an active combatant against our people. So let's yep. just stop pretending to be outraged by this. Now, it, I think it would be okay if certain members of Congress said, all right, I'm glad he's dead, but I do have some questions about whether or not the president had authority to act this way. I'm okay right. with that. And then we can start talking about how the AUMF applied. Obama used the same uh, thing to, uh, to attack ISIS. And then we could go through the whole legal strategy because it's okay to question a move because it might be a power play as well. That That's okay. I'm all right with that. But people are angry that this guy is dead. And I, I'm sorry. It just screams that you're, you're not patriotic if you're upset that a terrorist who kills Americans is dead. So, all right. Appreciate it. Thank you much. Take care. Um, it, it's amazing how frequently the notion of possibly being the enemy of the American people, certain members of the press end up being on the show. Got more coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel.
Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. Once again, I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Phone number 574-2595-953. That is 2595-953. You can also send a text message to 45364. Please put MNC at the beginning of that message. It is open lines. You can call about anything that you want. Uh, obviously, most of the phone calls today are about the situation with the Iranian general that we killed. Of course, the U.S. confirmed early today that we did, in fact, um, take that action, which seemed pretty evident last night, given the sophistication of the attack. And also, right after the attack happened, the president of the United States tweeted out, posted on IG and Facebook, one thing and one thing only, and that was the American flag. So it seemed pretty clear that the attack was a, res- a result of, of American forces, um, which, of course, we confirmed. Again, 574-2595-953. That's 2595-953. But you are allowed to talk about anything that you want. Okay, You can bring up any issue that you would like to bring up. It does not have to be about this particular topic. Tim, welcome to the program. Good afternoon. Casey, you're doing a good job today, brother. Thank you. Hey, uh, I had a comment uh, that, from my point of view, that the Democrat Party, along with their their left wing uh, media and uh, even the colleges today, are the greatest. They're the enemy within. They are the greatest threat to ever come against the United States of America. I firmly believe that. They are undermining our culture. Our con- they, they're ripping, they're shredding the Constitution while they're screaming, hey, we got to defend the Constitution, and, and on it goes. And it's just like, my word, if they're going to have another civil war going here and destroy the nation if they're not stopped, you know? Like well, this, this governor, if the, if the state house in Virginia signs that into law, that's unconstitutional. I would think that the president should send the federal marshals there and place them all under arrest and incarcerate them, indict them, and put them on trial for subversion. Uh, he doesn't you know, have the he doesn't have the authority to do that. I, I respect the passion of it, but I'm watching this Virginia thing. It keeps escalating, and you know people need to pay very close attention to what's happening in Virginia right now. Uh, what is also interesting is members of the media with Virginia that are saying, yeah, remember when that old uh, blackface KKK costume thing came out with the governor and yeah. how some of us called for him to step down? Yeah, we were wrong. He's totally the right guy for the job. And and I'm not making that up. Like I, I That was paraphrasing an no. exact tweet from a verified journalist. Yes. And I'm saying, <laughs> what? And then after the church shooting, I'm watching a bunch of people, including Bloomberg and Pete Buttigieg and everything else. So Pete Buttigieg said, look, the availability of certain types of weapons are the reason that these things happen. Uh, the guy had a shotgun. What are you talking about? <laughs> he had a shotgun. You know, we got a guy running for president. Well, we have a guy running for president right now who says you just shoot people through doors and windows with a shotgun. You don't have to identify the threat or the target. Yeah, their eyes were closed, their heads were bowed, and they were taking communion when this guy opened fire. Exactly. You know, I mean, he was going for maximum maximum casualties and kill. And uh, the Democrats are upset that, that, that these armed citizens were, were able to stop them and minimize the casualties. And, of course, now, he, we've, you know, and now we've learned that, obviously, he has a long history of mental health issues, and he's got a long, rich criminal history, including very violent things, including arson. Um, but he was mad that they were feeding him at that church but not giving him any cash. That's what he was mad about. So he decided to go ahead and attack the church and kill people who had been keeping this guy alive and feeding him when he needed it 
he decided to turn on them because they wouldn't give him cash. Well, you know, typical, typical of what's going on. Like you said, bizarre world, you know. Uh, uh, it's, it's just everything's upside down. I mean, it's, the, it's nuts. I, I, I truly believe that the Democratic Party is in, is in violation. It, they're, passing, they're, they're trying to pass laws that are, that are destructive to the Constitution. Those laws are spo- supposed to be nil and void. You know, so anybody who would go and enforce those laws is is violating constitutional law. And then I see the UN has is, is got uh, help wanted posters out there or advertisements on the internet. They're trying to recruit people to confiscate guns. Yeah, they're trying to do this. Uh, is, yeah. So are they going to use UN troops in Virginia to to <clears throat> well, yeah, kill Americans? Look, I, last I checked, it was what ninety one or ninety two jurisdictions that had declared themselves Second Amendment sanctuaries. I'm sure that that number has changed, but. Um, yeah. yeah, people need to pay very close attention to Virginia right now. It's I know that we don't right talk about it a lot, but Virginia is turning into a powder keg. If this is all right out of the Communist Manifesto, though. You know, you you tear down anybody's love for the country, you destroy the history, you, you know, you just destroy all the value system, you rip it out, you, you create chaos, and there's two ways that you can do it, with a civil war or with an invading army, you know, and, and, that, and if it's not stopped, that's what we're going to have. One or the other. I appreciate you know, it, man. You know, we're going to have UN and, and in Civil War. I got you. I appreciate it. Thank you much. Jerry. Again, read the book, The Naked Communist by Cleon Skousen and 45 Communist Goals. I mean, just take a look at it. Like I said, when I started doing this job, you know, we were like two thirds of the way through those things, and that list has been completed. I want to tell you about Bruno's Probacco and Elkhart and County Road 16. Bruno's Probacco, big plate Italian food where size does matter. Ladies, you're going to love it there. You go to Bruno's Probacco, they've got amazing specials for drinks. They've got uh, they got a really good wine selection. And Bruno's even got a selection of liqueurs from Italy that are rare and very difficult to find in the United States of America. And he's got them right there. So all you got to do is ask him about it. Uh, just amazing service, amazing food, and, you know, you're going to take stuff home. You're not going to spend a ton of money. You're going to feed your family. The wood-fired pizzas there are phenomenal. My kids love it. Family-friendly, but also perfect for business or date nights. Brunosperbaco.com to make your reservations or set up catering. Again, Brunosperbaco.com, County Road 16 in Elkhart. When you go in, please let them know that I sent you. More open lines coming up on Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Well, Joe Biden woke up from his nap. He says the Obama administration had solved the Iran issue. Put it on the back burner. Uh Uh-huh. Like I said, the guy that we killed was the guy who planned the Benghazi raid. I know the timeline doesn't line up, and some of your detractors out there are going to say, you know, but yeah, it all happened after Benghazi. So what? Doesn't matter. This guy is responsible for the deaths of 17% of all American fatalities in Iraq. 17%. It's like 608, I think. He was plotting. He did Benghazi. He plotted Benghazi. He was responsible for the attack on the embassy in Iraq. He landed in Iraq. Iraqi authorities say that he was there to overthrow their government and to continue further attacks on Americans. Just a couple of days ago, you've got Khomeini telling Donald Trump 
You can't do anything about it. And then we pink misted this guy. Now Iran's running around not having any idea what to do. And I don't care what the French say or anybody else says, oh, it's a more dangerous world today. You know, as I've said a bunch of times on the show today and a bunch on social media over the past couple of days, this is not us, us, this is not us escalating this conflict. This conflict was already escalated. This is our response, finally, after many years of this man organizing the deaths of American troops. It's really that simple. After a long period of time, the United States has finally responded to this man's terrorism. And now he's dead. They were warned. They were told to knock it off. Two years ago, the president told the president of Iran... Here's the deal. Don't threaten us anymore. You're going to pay for it. You've been warned. A couple of days ago, Khomeini goes, there's nothing you can do about it. Okay. Now, not only was that airstrike, I mean, if it was an airstrike, the conventional wisdom is that it was some kind of an airstrike. Not only was the strike that killed the general, not only was that precise and... I poetic is is a word, but the way that it happened, the fact that it happened with that timeline, the fact that it happened at that location right after he lands, right after the door opens, right after he steps out onto the steps, is sending a message to the Iranian government that we were watching him the entire way. This wasn't a, oh, we think he's going to be here at this time and we got lucky sort of a thing. This is, we were following him. And we had every little bit of information that we had on this, that, that we could possibly have on this guy. And the moment he stepped out and we verified his identity, we killed him. Don't think for a second the Iranians are crapping themselves over this. They are, without a doubt. And that's why the president at his press conference today, he said, all right, Iran wants to uh, save rattle some more. Iran wants to go ahead and, and uh, threaten us again. Look, I've got a bunch of other targets, and we've got the best military and the best intelligence community in the world, and we know where every one of them are. And if you want to keep playing games, I'll take them all out. We're not interested in regime change. The president made it very clear. We're not trying to overthrow your government. We're not trying to invade. But you mess with us, we're going to kill you. Which should have been the American policy all along For as long as we have been in existence, and unfortunately for far too long, Republican and Democrat president alike has not had that policy. And as a result, Americans have paid for it in blood. And our enemies have been emboldened. It's kind of interesting that Joe Biden is sitting there saying, look, Obama solved this whole issue with Iran. This wouldn't have been an issue with Iran. I want to remind everybody that John Kerry was super shocked like two months after the Iranian deal went into effect that Iran got caught violating the deal. I can't believe that they would deceive us that way. (laughs) Okay. And one of my listeners jokingly earlier today said, I guess we should have just sent them a pallet full of cash instead. That's the difference. One president allowed Benghazi to unfold and did not back up our people, and people died. That same president sent them a pallet full of cash in order to get prisoners who had been taken hostage. This president killed the terrorist 
who ran their military. Huge difference in foreign policy. Which one do you think shows the most strength? Sending cash and paying a, a ransom? And not helping your people as the guy who we just killed was plotting to go ahead and, and kill American ambassadors and everything else? Or actually wiping the guy out? Which one sends the, the biggest message of strength? 574-25-95-953. That is 2595-953. Don, welcome to the program. Hello, Casey. How are you doing today? I'm well. What's up? Good. Uh, a couple of things. Um, first one's off topic uh, from the, the general topic of the day. So uh, I talked to you a while back about a product I was wanting to bring to market. It was a hood-mounted road rage paintball gun. Do you mm-hmm. remember that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. You said you wanted the prototype when I got it ready. Sorry, I don't have one. But I did read a story about uh, the police in Japan, maybe Tokyo, and that they are using something like that uh, to mark... Uh, vehicles that they are in high-speed chases with, so they don't have to continue to chase them. And then paint is a certain, you know, chemical makeup or whatever. It's a marker. They use it as a marker, so they don't have to to continue to do Uh, that. Japanese police fire paintballs at fleeing vehicles. Are they going to identify them later? Uh, Yeah, Yeah. sure enough. I'm looking right at it. Yeah. How about that? How about that? Um, The other thing, Soleimani, I wish we could revive him so we could kill him again. Um, That's a knee-jerk reaction, but whatever. Um, I did have a friend of mine tell me, uh, we were talking, uh, about Israel, uh, and he says that he's read stories that Israel is, is preparing to make a move against uh, Iran. And then, of course, we had Iran, China, and Russia doing the naval uh, exercises together. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I just I think it's uh, I think it's come to a head. I think Donald Trump is right in what he, you know, in, in this policy, like you were just saying. You know, what a difference between uh, between this administration and the Obama administration. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So go off. There you go. Hey, Don, appreciate it. Thank you much. Yep. Yeah, have a great day, buddy. You too. And he said, you go back to the Obama administration where Iran was doing this stuff and we didn't do anything. You, no, look, go back to the Bush administration where Iran was doing this in Iraq and Bush wasn't doing anything. Okay, then go through the Obama administration, and they didn't do anything. And then you get to the point that Iran is boarding ships and messing with international shipping and taking sailors from multiple nations hostage and uh, taking American civilians hostage and ransoming them back to the United States. All of those things happen as a result of weakness from the two previous administrations to deal with this. So all of those things that have happened all of these years probably would not have happened had President Bush at the time had the fortitude to kill this guy. But he didn't. It'll be interesting to see what happens next. More coming up.